0: star, born star, born star, where you recognize you're a star, you're a star, you're a star. Figured I'd do things differently today, maybe try to touch up that boring ass song that I started off with and try to do something different. This is a place where you recognize your star power. You look in the mirror and you recognize you can do anything you put your mind to. In a world that wants to tell you what you can't do by using ridiculous things like God, religion, their thoughts, their opinions, whatever they want to make up to tell you what you can't do. I'm just here to tell you, ignore them and do whatever you like. If you want to achieve a goal, achieve it. There's a way for you to do it. You just got to focus on it and get it done. You can't know you're going to suck at something if you don't try and failing before you start Isn't a good start. So there's that Anyways, today is tuesday. It's another opportunity for us to be amazing in whatever we're doing and be grateful and this is another opportunity for you to hear my 4.5 pound yorkshire terrier just Acting like he's a star of the show. Hey, benny You want to be a part of this podcast or what are you doing? Okay Thank you for tuning in, buddy. Um, Today, before we get into the person we're going to recognize, like, it's Tuesday, and where's the student loan forgiveness? There's a problem with truckers going on leave. There's probably going to be a bad issue with bacon and there's a bunch of other things going wrong, too. And this is Tuesday and just. I don't know, man, like gas isn't going down and things are just continuously going up. The governor in the state I live in said he was going to give tax breaks to people, but we'll see if they do that, because I don't know how they're going to give tax breaks to anybody. They don't have any money. Aren't they going like bankrupt? Like today, before we get into our. Black history legend, I'd like to point out that the idea of continuing unemployment throughout a pandemic probably wasn't a great idea. Uh, there probably should have been a stopping point, and maybe let's not raise the loan rates for houses right now. Like, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe we should hold off on that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, Jerome Powell's not going to listen to me because he doesn't care what I think. I still have an opinion about it, right? I can. The disconnection between these morons and reality is ridiculous. I keep thinking about the fact that Biden thinks Christmas is Easter and he thinks his dead mother is talking to him in an audience where she isn't. He's falling asleep during climate summits and that's just to start this conversation. How he's going to stop a war by Putin? That's not going to happen, man. Stop acting like you have any sort of power anywhere outside of your box in a hole in a basement and can i bring up the fact that biden was hiding in a basement during the entire time he was running to be elected and as president they were running with the fact that he was being safe because they wanted to criminalize trump while he was there because he was just being trump let's be real Trump doesn't give a shit about anybody. He never has. He is not that great with business. The whole put a toilet on a plane idea was probably not a good idea. Uh, He did really do a lot of shitty things. Uh, The Trump University or whatever the hell it was called. It was just to get people's money. You got to give him some credit, though. He might have did a lot of bad things and he might not be a great person, but he is great at Doing things with money. And you know what? If Trump was in office, Putin wouldn't be doing this. He wouldn't. If Trump was in office, China wouldn't be talking about anything with fucking Taiwan. Like, the person... In power that's representing the United States of America has to be seen as someone not to mess with. And that's not who Biden is. Sometimes things aren't going to sound nice. And that's just the way it has to be. If you're going to make these decisions about immigration then you have to keep these decisions about immigration. It can't just be you're picking what immigrants you want to allow into a country because that's favoritism. And there can't be favoritism if you're trying to help people. I'm all about people, right? I just have that mindset where helping others is a fun idea to me, like bringing everyone together so they feel like they're important or they feel like they matter is very important to me. Equality is important. But if we're discussing equality, it has to be realistic equality. And it can't be equality by diminishing an entire race of a person by saying they're criminals, by saying black Americans are just criminals, because you created the criminalization to put us into. Yeah, you know who did that? Let me bring the names up Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, and a bunch of other morons, too. They're still in office. They're still in office. You know what the problem is? No one calls them out. And I am. And I don't care. They're they're probably not gonna hear this or and give a flying flag about what I'm saying. Cause I'm not Pod Save America. I'm not the young Turks. I'm not any of these far left agendized social media platforms and I'm not trying to be that because I understand none of that shit matters Trump doesn't care what any of those morons have to say and neither does Fox Fox is a multi-million dollar company that doesn't give a shit about the young Turks doesn't care about any left of the left of the left of the left AOC isn't getting a spark they're laughing at her bro and I like her I do but like she matters so less I, I don't even know how to explain the the amount that she doesn't matter it's, it's a joke a joke moving on from no media allowed let's move on to talking about someone really important but to start let us Use the month of February as an opportunity to appreciate those who are Black history. Those who changed it all without thought. Let's recognize all they did. I'm so proud. I'm personally so grateful and just so overwhelmed with joy that I get to watch the aftermath of these legendary legends and all i can do is say thank you and remember and think none of this would have happened without you so wait in the water wait in the water children wait in the water god's gonna carry the water let's get into the tuesday homage about somebody that's Very important. Malcolm X. Malik L. Shabazz. He was born on May 19th, 1925. And he died February 24th, 1965. He was a Muslim minister and a human rights activist fighting for black Americans. He was a prominent figure during the civil rights movement, and he spoke and he walked with Martin Luther King Jr., and he was a part of the Nation of Islam until 1964. He was also a vocal advocate. He had no problem speaking his mind and sharing his opinions uh, for black empowerment and the promotion of Islamic Uh, figures or thoughts or feelings within the Black community. He is such an amazing part of history, and just the fact that he was able to combine activism with, uh, you know, his Islam culture, and he was standing right beside uh, Martin Luther King at times, and they were working so hard to try to bring justice to reality. Uh, we just have to thank him as well and and just look at what he did, what he achieved, what he conquered and 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 who he was. Someone who wasn't afraid to say how he felt about things, someone who didn't care about people's opinions. Those thoughts and the way that he did things have changed so much now. So again, Thank you, Malcolm X, for all you've done. Rest in peace. Next part of our conversation. When do you buy a new car? I just got my car, I think, two years ago. I think. Uh, my Civic got totaled and I had to get a new car, so I got a Nissan Rogue. It's not the newest new Nissan Rogue, but it's not the oldest. It kind of does the job. Skip heard the car last week and he said, doesn't sound like that's going to last long. I'm not sure what's wrong with it. I don't know if I should go to a mechanic. I don't want this to be a bucket or a lemon where I have to dump money into it and it's not worth it. Because I don't see the value in that. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not. So, when do you... need to buy a car. And I, I'm not saying I want the car to be new. Like I want it to be like 2022, 2023. I'm probably looking at like a 2019, like a 20. Yeah, probably like a 2019, 2020. You know, and, and I probably want to lease. Honestly, I don't want to buy a car again. I, I don't want to do that. I'm okay with saving up like $3,000 at a time every couple of years to just lease it and give it back. Like I don't want to own the car. I don't I don't know. Maybe I need to look further into leasing, but it's just like the Apple iPhone program. Like you have it every year and then you you switch it out and you get a new one. Like what's wrong with that? Like I don't want to own another car. Like and when I got my Civic, I don't know, maybe I should have leased that too because buying it probably wasn't the smartest idea probably wasn't just saying no i i do think i need to be thinking about the fact that i need a new car soon because this one is older and i don't want to spend more money than the car is worth to get it fixed and I don't want to have something I have to keep getting fixed to drive it because I have to drive around. I have to commute for work and having a reliable car is important. And as you know, we are moving. So you know I don't know how close I'm going to be to my job and I'm going to have to commute there. Granted, you know, the thought is to always move to the town I work in. That would that would be perfect. But I'm still going to need a car to do errands, the grocery store, Target, you know, just Just everyday things man. Like I'm going to need a vehicle. And I want something that's reliable. So I have a Nissan Rogue right now. I was just considering maybe. Looking at like a newer one. And leasing it. I asked somebody to text me. uh, This dealer. So I could check them out. To see what they have available. I really want to see my options. And see like. And start saving up for it. And. And. And be ahead of the curve. Like, I want to be ahead of an issue before something bad happens and I'm stuck, like, in shock. Like, because when I got in that car accident, it was just such a pain in the butt. Like, I don't want to be in that position. I want to be smarter. So I, I have to do things differently. And I want to. I do. I really do. And I don't want to be spending my money on something that is not worth it. So I really think I'm going to take time, ask some questions, maybe see a mechanic and say, how long is this going to last? Because once a car has a certain amount of miles in it and you go over that, how long can you drive it after that? That's my question. And I bought this car used. It has a lot of miles on it. And granted, at the time, I just wanted a car. So I wasn't thinking about, like, how long is this going to last? That thought wasn't on my mind. It was just, I need a vehicle because I have stuff to do. That's what I was thinking about. But now in the aftermath of that, it's like, here we go again. I'm going to need another one. So how much am I going to get for the car I already have now? I don't know. Probably, like, $5,000, i would say. If not, a little more than that because it's in good condition. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh But buying a car, I don't know. I don't know if cars are worth buying. The moment you drive it off, it lost its value. That's why I'm thinking buying is not smart. But leasing, you have to be careful with it too because you can't go too far in it. And nothing can happen to the car. You're going to have to pay for it. So it's kind of like a... a very difficult situation to be involved with like do i buy this do i lease it what do i do here that's kind of how it makes me feel like i really do want to sit down with skip and come up with a plan for this because i do think it's really important next part of our conversation is hardwood better than carpet yes Oh, my God. When I see people put carpet in their bedroom, I'm just like, okay, maybe that's okay. Like, especially if you leave New England for the winter. Okay, maybe that. But, like, everywhere else, no way, dude. I don't want carpet in the living room. Like, I live in an apartment right now, and there's carpet everywhere, and I hate it. Oh, my God. Hate it. Yeah, like, any excuse to go over my mom's house or Skip's mom's or or any of our family members because none of them have carpet but us. Please, let's go visit other people because I hate the carpets here. Like, the, the apartments isn't bad, right? It's a decent apartment. But the carpet sucks. You have to keep vacuum cleaning if anything happens or falls. It soaks up in the carpet. It's just gross. Like, I think that COVID has given an awareness to, like, grossness. And, like, for me, carpet is just, ugh. So I'd say hardwood all day, every day. There's something called laminate, too. Uh, that can go over a floor. So, I mean, if you're trying to redo something in your house and you don't want to spend money for hardwoods, I'd say go that way. Uh, Probably bang for your buck. Next part of our conversation. Home offices... Over the office. I think home offices are better than the office. Because you're not distracted by other people. You can focus. If your job can be remote. then you, And you can do your job at work. Then you can do your job at home. As long as you have a VPN. You have a quiet space so you can focus. And uh, you're able to get on all the networks you need to get on for your job. I think you'll be fine. Like, I think offices honestly are over for the most part and COVID is one thing one day and one thing the next and it's i really do feel like it's it's incredibly selfish for you to expect people to want to show up and be surrounded by each other and then potentially get sick like and I don't work at home. I work in an office setting. And I work with other people. But I always wear a mask. I have all my shots. And I have my booster. I'm not playing man. I'm not getting sick. Pass. Like that. that's just me. That's me. But that's not everybody. So like I'm saying that. But not, a lot of people don't agree with what I'm saying. So like I'm saying I want this or I want that. But that doesn't mean that they're listening, right? But I do think somebody having the freedom to work at home and be more comfortable and be in the the privacy of their own home gives them the ability to do multiple things at home and it gives them the opportunity to enjoy a work-life balance. And you can't enjoy a work-life balance if you're constantly stuck in traffic and you're spending the majority of your day driving back and forth to work. That's not enjoying it. I can't complain. I don't live that far from where I work, so it's not that bad for me. But when we're talking like 30 minutes away from your job, it could get difficult, man. And let's not do it let's not do it i just think that offices are dead i said this before Once people realize that they don't need to pay for all these things, electricity, rent, a mortgage, all this ridiculous stuff. You have to have like a cafeteria for all the people that work there. If there's a parking thing they need to have park. There's a lot that goes into an office. If it's not going to make or break the company to keep more people at home, why do it? Why do it? Right? Why? There's a question. There's a question. Next part of our conversation. Do flowers make your kitchen table pretty? I do think flowers do make your kitchen table pretty, but I don't know if having real flowers on your kitchen table is necessary because you're going to have to change the flowers out every week. And are you going to want to buy flowers every week? I mean, maybe you are. I mean, I don't know if that would be bad, but... You wanna find things that are gonna be easy. You wanna find things that aren't gonna be difficult. And you really wanna not stress yourself out. And if flowers is gonna stress yourself out, I don't know. I think that flowers are a nice accessory to the table. So it just doesn't look so dead. Granted, we eat on the kitchen table, but we have this beautiful vase that Uncle Gary gave it to us that we can put things in, and I, I just think it's an opportunity to look at that and love it, and why not, right? Why not appreciate the table? Um, Wait, that's not the vase. He gave us this beautiful bowl, and it's got all these cool pebbles in it or whatever, and sometimes that's there, or sometimes I've switched out with flowers. I've been putting fake flowers up there just because... I don't know how I feel about real flowers and they die very quickly. But I do want to maybe find a good florist and start doing that. I I just think it uh, makes everything feel beautiful. And why not? Why not? Next part of our conversation. Are they coming out with a new Scream movie or did that already come out? Like, I saw, thought I saw a preview for that, and I'm just feeling like, wasn't there already it's like a whole Scream thing that came out in, like, 2000 or something, or, like, during that time span of, like, or was it, like, 1990-something or something? I don't know. When I watch horror movies on Sci-Fi Channel, I don't really look at when they're made. Maybe I should do more investigations on these things, but I think it was, like, the 2000s. I don't know. That was one of the things it was i thought there was like four movies to that or something so now they're coming out with another one and they did a whole scream show it was on mtv it was good i really liked it i don't know if they came out with a second season of that but i liked the show that they made from it i thought they were going to continue that that wasn't half bad but the idea that they're coming out with another movie Like, we've talked about this before. Like, they can't come up with new ideas anymore. So, they're just replicating things that have already been made to do it again. Why? Horror shows can be good or horror shows can be bad. American Horror Story is the example of a good horror show. Like, uh, another good horror show is... X Files. But that's not really horror. That's like sci-fi. Um I don't know. I'd say Walking Dead, but I don't really know if that's horror. Maybe it is because it's zombies. Um, I love horror. Uh they've got that horror show on Shudder that's pretty good, and that's a really great show. Um Crell's from Tales from the Crypt. Uh, that came out like 40 years ago or whatever. Um, we found it and we streamed it somewhere and we watched all the episodes. Very, very good. I like horror shows like that where like it has a storyline and it goes into like a show and it breaks out and it's just like a quick like show. It's not like detailed with characters and everything. But I also like shows like that as well. I like Scary Scary. Like I do think Chucky, which uh, is a U.S. A, and a sci-fi uh, You know Creation I think that's an amazing horror show um, I'd like to see more of that I think they did a phenomenal job Making that movie Into a show um, If we're talking about Scream Which we just talked about Make that a show I'm cool with that Because it was good And I was. it was kind of scary And I liked it So I'm cool with that I try to like westerns but I don't know like we started watching this show called 1883 and at the beginning of it I was so excited because I know it's the beginning of Yellowstone but at the same time it's like oh my god this shit is so boring these outfits are not the prettiest now I did like that Netflix movie that was on uh I did like the cowboy movie that was on Netflix I thought it was very entertaining and I liked it. Maybe if they could do more cowboy movies like that, I wouldn't find them so boring. Uh, that was the last cowboy movie that uh, I saw before that. We saw Old Henry and that was pretty good. That was an amazing Western. Skip loves it. He can't stop talking about it. He's like, it's the best movie of the year. Literally, I thought the best movie of the year was James Bond, but no, he's like Old Henry he's a western guy i'm not like i'm trying to tell this dude like i don't like westerns like that he's not listening so he keeps forcing me to look at him with him and i'm just like why are we doing this to be decided right to be decided sequels aren't always necessary do we have to make like five movies for like every movie do we have to do that? can it just be like a one and done or it was good and it's over? Like, why do we have to keep going? Granted, some movies you do have to keep going to tell the story. Like, some movies you have to do that with them and some you don't. So, like, I'm saying for like, okay, like, what is the name of that horror movie? Uh, Not I Know What You Did Last Summer. But I think there was, like, two or three of those. Um, like, once we get to, like, five of a movie, like, aren't we losing what the movie was actually about at that point? Like, there's a lot of Chucky movies. And as the last Chucky movie, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, I feel like it lost what Chucky was about. Like, it got away from what Chucky was about. And there's a they've done all these different variations of Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis and I feel like the last Halloween was trying to like do some like propaganda shit about like feelings or whatever and it's a horror movie so like why am I hearing this in a horror movie It's just like what is this No I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't love it. I'm over it. So let's be done. Let's be done. It's just, it could be better. Like, and, and that's all I'm saying. It could be better. Like, why can't it be better? Sequels aren't always the answer. You don't have to keep a season going. You don't have to keep a movie going. <coughs> like you don't have to continue to just make them, make them, make them, make them, make them. Because then it loses what it is. And it's like, what am I looking at? We can do better. We can. And we should. Next part of our conversation. Moving on a food. Are tuna fish sandwiches still good? Yes, man, but you gotta toast the bread slightly. You gotta make the tuna fish and cool it. And if you want, you can use celery instead of relish or both. Also, you need to use like Hellman's mayonnaise, okay? We're not talking about the other crap that's not really mayonnaise. That sucks. You need Hellman's, okay? Let's not lie about it. That's what you need. And you also need to put mustard in it, too. It could be like the regular yellow mustard or it could be a spicy one if you want. If you're going to put the celery in instead of the relish, you need to chop it into small pieces and you need to make sure the ratio between the mayo and the celery is not really thick. You don't want to drown the tuna in, in mayo, but also you don't want it to feel like there isn't any mayo there got to be the correct amount for it to really have that effect once you mix it correctly you let it sit in the fridge a little bit then you bring it out uh you could put i'd put a little bit of uh greens on there with some chopped tomatoes maybe some avocados uh load it up put the tuna uh maybe get a knife cut it in half there you go you just made yourself a sandwich it's gonna taste good if you like tuna fish you're gonna love it i prefer albacore um i'm not specific on which one i'll eat i'll eat any of them honestly but i like albacore that's my favorite one like that's the one i go to um i love tuna fish sandwiches i love tuna fish salad i love tuna fish i i grew up eating it as a teenager it was like my favorite food and it's still my favorite food now i like it Get paste the smell of it so I don't really make it that much so it's upsetting that I can't eat it and I love it. But it's okay and I'll get over it and maybe I can make it in a way where it doesn't affect his nose. It's a very easy thing to make. It's not expensive and you can put it on anything you want. And it's very simple. So why not do it, right? Tuna, tuna, tuna. Love you forever. Green Goddess Salad at... Panera Bread is delicious. We had Panera Bread last week. Oh my God. And I had the green salad. It has bacon. It has eggs. It has avocado. It has chicken. It's got this amazing dressing. It's got these amazing greens in there. Oh, the combination. And the tomatoes are sliced in such a heavenly way. Oh my God. It's so delicious. And now I'm the first person to tell you that Panera Bread is not the greatest place to be. But after eating that salad... I don't know. I really do think Panera Bread is the greatest place to be because it's delicious. And who doesn't want that? Like, I love Panera Bread. Why not? Why not? Moving on to the next part of our conversation... Now nah, we were just talking about why I love the green goddess salad. But was I amped to retry Panera Bread? No. But we wanted lunch last week and Skip was like, I have a gift card to Panera Bread. So I was like, Okay, let's use it. And we sat in there and it was so quiet and it was so quaint. But it kinda did feel like it was a site for cults. Cults. Cults of people. It had just these weird vibes. I like the salad at Panera Bread. Maybe we could have sat in a different spot, maybe. I kind of like sitting in a booth, and we sat at, like, the table with chairs. And, I mean, it was fine. I like the food. They came out with it very fast. I love how they do, you know, the tickets in there. And it, it is a, a really cool place to be. It's really a cool place to hang out and chill. And I do like the variety of drinks. But it just, there was some weird people in there, and it just felt very strange. We have, like, a Panera Bread we like a lot, and and that's the one that we typically go to. But I do like that there's Panera Breads anywhere. And, you know, it's a new year, so why not give Panera Bread a try again? I tried their broccoli and cheddar soup and Skip had their uh, tomato soup, and it was very good, reasonably priced, and we will be back. We typically do the pick two, and we've loved it, and we'll continue to love it. We'll see what they have next time. I'm definitely probably just going to get the Green Goddess Island. I'm not even going to lie. I'm probably going to get that. No, you know what? I'm definitely going to get that. Because it's my favorite thing. And I'm not even going to lie about it. Let's talk about Nardelli. Oh, my God. The subs at Nardelli are perfect, okay? The way they slice their deli meat is, like, genius. Ugh. Reasons why you won't find me at a Subway. Because why would I go to Subway when there's Nardelli's and there's DeBella's. Um, pass. Plus, there's the Firehouse subs. And there's all these different amazing sub places. Nardelli's is, like, an Italian, like, Little shop that's got cheeses and salads, and it's got amazing food. Uh, you know, Skip's been there, uh, we've been there together. Our family has really eaten there. We really, it's really something that we love, like, and it's in a couple of places we like to be, and it's really good. So, it's like, why not like it? And we do like it, so like, why not? It's really good. I don't know. Nardelli's is good for me. I'll eat it any day of the week. I'll eat it any time of the day. You ain't got a problem asking me that. Because I love Nardelli's. Yeah. Anyways, it is... The end of the pod. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize, will you recognize you're a star? Because you are a star wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday version of Born Star. And thank you for recognize, recognizing how cool Malcolm X was. I hope that you learned a little bit of history with Malcolm X. And I hope that that guides your day to be a little bit brighter. Uh, it's definitely a wonderful time and it's definitely a wonderful, it gives us an opportunity to appreciate the past and the future. So why not do it?